Happy New Year from the Goose Call. Today we will talk about rezoning and our building process for our sixth junior school. We welcome special guest Mr. Brooks, the future principal of EF Green Junior High. People just don't know all there is to know about Goose Creek schools. In this district, we grow giants. Welcome to the Goose Call. The juice of the goose. Welcome to this episode of The Goose Call. We have with us here today, Dr. McCall, Deputy Superintendent of Administrative Services. Good afternoon. And we have Mr. Brooks, our new principal of EF Green Junior School. Good afternoon, excited to be here. Anytime we build a new campus, naturally we have to rezone students to that school. So Mr. Bollinger, talk to us about what's going on with rezoning and what this will look like for our community. Sure. So we have a district task force that is working on the rezoning process for EF Green Junior School, and that will impact our other five junior schools as well. Christy Leith and myself have led the district task force. We've met several times, three or four meetings to go over the demographic data and to look at the various options for rezoning. After we had those meetings, we sent out a community survey. And so we've had, I think, a a little bit over or under a thousand responses, give or take, on on feedback on the two options. So we've provided two options to the committee, option A and option B, on those rezoning efforts. And based off that feedback, we also had two public forums. So based off that feedback, the district task force is going to meet one more time and then present the data to the board and the school board will make a decision, hopefully on February 1st. Okay, great. So our community, they can find the different options on our website. If you go to the homepage of the website, there you can't miss it. There's a place where you can click to identify and go and see the different options for rezoning. You can look at the rezoning maps. You can look at the presentations. You can look at the demographic study. But I think most people are just interested in where they live and which school they're going to go to, and that information is there on the website. Awesome. So when will this new zone go into effect? That's a good question. Uh, the new zone will go into a, uh, go into effect fall of 2021, the same time that EF Green Junior School will open. And I'd also like to add that we will have some sort of grandfathering process uh, for some of the students, depending on what the board approves. And so that will be, that will, that will be forthcoming here in the next few weeks on what that grandfathering process will look like. So by grandfathering, you mean if I attend a certain junior high, I may get to stay there. Yeah. So typically the way that it works, if uh, let's say, for example, you're a seventh grader and you're going to be an eighth grader and you've been at the same school for two years and you want to finish out your junior school career at that school, and you can provide your own transportation, then that option may be on the table for those students. So I remember one cool thing about uh, this rezoning is that we'll have pure feeder patterns. Is that true? That is true. So for both options, uh, the way that it, so, so let's back up a little bit. The high school zone attendance zones were not, were not changed at all for either option. However, because of where the junior schools are, how the junior schools are zoned, we will have a pure junior school to high school feeder pattern. So Baytown Junior and Horace Mann, all of those students starting next year will go to Lee High School. Gentry and Cedar Bio Junior School will attend Sterling. And then Green Junior School and Highlands Junior School will attend GCM. And so in the past we've had where where junior schools were broken up quite a bit depending on which junior school we're referring to now it is a pure feeder pattern so we're excited about that awesome are there benefits to having a pure feeder pattern 
Well, yes, there are. There, there's several benefits. I think that you can, I think the biggest benefit is, and guys, you probably can add to this is really just the vertical alignment. So, so with academics, you can, you can align vertically with athletics, with fine arts, the list goes on and on. So now we want to get into the construction piece of EF Green Junior School. So we have with us again, Dr. McCall. Dr. McCall, what is the status of the junior school and where is it located? So the EF Green Junior School is located on Wallaceville Road. Uh, it is just east of Garth and west of North Main. Uh, so really excited. It's right next to Goose Creek Memorial, which kind of lends to what you were speaking of with the um, having the pure feeder patterns. And so we certainly believe that it's a good spot to be in right next to the high school that the students will go to. Um, it'll have a capacity of 1,100 students, 192,000 square feet. And so as you drive by on Wallaceville Road every day, you see something different. August of 2021, we'll have approximately a 900 to 1,000 students in that building. And so it's really exciting to see the school take shape. Let me ask you this. Uh, are there, I know, I know there are some concerns with Wallaceville being congested. Yes. Um, what, what's your feedback on that? Why well, put a school on a road that that may create a lot of traffic issues? So there are a couple of things that um, we had to consider when choosing that location. One is just the, the sheer growth of the north side of, of Goose Creek. Uh, we see a lot of new subdivisions that are coming in on that side of our district, um, as well as you know the growth that's happening there. Harris County has been working with us to really expand the roads. Um, and so we're really excited about that work that's taking place all the way from the Highlands community all the way down to where EF Green Junior School will be located to help our parents and our school buses uh, have easier access to the campus. It's, it's really a good responsive measure uh, to the growth that's happening on the north side of our district on that Wallaceville Road corridor. And so uh, we'll continue to see that work over the next few months, but we certainly believe it'll help uh, with the uh, traffic uh, on that side of the district. Okay, great. So what specific features will be unique to the campus? So um, EF Green, which I have to give credit to the individuals that designed the campus, that was done before I came into the district about six months ago. But what I will say is it is going to be a small learning community-based campus. Uh, we know that in the field of education, small learning communities are beneficial for students uh, to have an identity um, as well as build strong relationships uh, academically and emotionally to the individuals that are a part of that small learning community, whether it be students or the adults, where sixth, seventh, and eighth grade students will have their individual wings. Uh, another unique feature is we have an outdoor courtyard, which is, you know, really unique to um, junior schools. Um, and the outdoor courtyard will have seating space uh, for the students, kind of providing that collegiate feel. Um, it'll also provide opportunities for teachers to uh, have outdoor learning with students, um, and it could also serve as a pass-through to get to some of the other buildings that are a part of the, the campus. Um, when you're looking at on the other side of the courtyard, which is east, um, to the east, you will see your fine art spaces, uh, your cafeteria um, spaces, as well as your auditorium and athletics and so students will be able to access those, those activities from the courtyard. But then from the second floor, there is also a bridge, which is very unique. Uh, so if students are on the second floor of the campus, they'll also be able to use that bridge to get to uh, the other side of the campus. So just a, a few unique features to it. Wow, awesome. And how are we looking on the timeline for completion of the building? So the building will be uh, have substantial completion at the end of July. And so we know that um, our teachers and students and our administrative staff will be returning shortly thereafter. 
And so there are some things that we're doing on the facilities and construction side to make sure that we are ready to go, understanding that we do have a tight timeline. And our uh, contractor is, is working hard day and night to make sure that we're ready to go come August. Awesome. awesome. All right, Mr. Brooks, welcome back to Goose Creek. Uh, tell us about yourself uh, personally and professionally. Wow, thank you for the welcome. Um, it's, it's truly amazing to be back in the Goose, um, back in Goose Creek. Um, who am I? I? I am a husband. I'm a father. I'm a mentor. I'm an educator. Born here in Baytown. Attended schools here in Baytown. Graduated uh, Robert Lee in 1994. Have, have gotten a chance to come back and serve our school community. Um, was here previously for 18 years. Mm-hmm. Wonderful years, I might add. Um, at Cedar Bayou for 13 years as a teacher and a coach. Had a couple of years of experience at Baytown Junior in administration. Uh, transferred my talents and my skills to Horseman. Have recently been a principal um, in a neighboring district and now just happy to be back in Goose Creek. What are you most excited about as the new principal of EF Green Junior School? I'm still pinching myself being granted this opportunity, but the opportunity to get back to Baytown, get back to Goose Creek, service our, our students, service our school community, that means the world to me. And hearing the stories about the man whom the school was named after, the way that he led his staff, the way that he led his students um, to high levels of achievement and relationship, I look forward to doing that in his path and hope to do it half as well as he did. So I know you're going to start with the district soon. What does getting a new campus up and running look like? I know there's probably a lot of moving parts. So what's what's step one for you? Right now there's one person hired, and that's, that's myself. So I get a chance to start assembling a team, um, doing the interview process, hearing the skills and the passions of those who I'll be working alongside. That's exciting. Getting rooted into this community, this school community, letting them hear my mission, my vision, what I want this school experience to be for all parties. Are there any specific challenges that you are facing or that you anticipate facing with the uh, startup process for EF Green Junior School next year? My biggest challenge at this particular time is being patient, um, telling myself to be patient, trust the process. Um, I officially come on board February 1st, and I have no doubt in my mind that I'm, I'm assembled, I'm alongside um, those persons that need to, to be in the right place to help me get this up and running. So I look forward to the challenges. We welcome them as opportunities. And again, trying to make something, um, something great happen come fall of 2021. So you mentioned that, you know, you're going to be hiring a lot of teachers and you're excited to welcome students. How would you describe yourself as a leader? I've thought about this a lot. I've kind of deemed myself as a transformational leader, um, given my career path and going different places and trying to change, um, alter, amend, improve culture. Now I get a chance to build it from scratch. So I get a chance to take everything that I've learned in this 21 years of education and apply it. And, and who am I as a leader? I believe in the word alongside versus work for. Um, I want the school experience to be something enjoyable to all stakeholders. So I'm that leader that will do whatever it takes to improve the product at all times. Great. Yeah, and I think it'll be, uh, I think it would be exciting. I, I was never a student that got to do this, but to open up a school, I think that would be exciting to be the, the first group in, in a new school. Are you going to do a time capsule? We have talked about that possibility, and I'm definitely open to doing it. Um, just ready to get to work um, to make this happen. It'd be, probably be a pretty cool, cool year to do a time capsule with COVID. Absolutely. And, you know, thing. It you really know, so. would. Monumental time in history. Get a lot of buy-in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. all for it. I mean, yeah. I just want to make this 
the right experience, enjoy the moments. I myself am journaling everything, decisions being made, conversations being had because how many chances do you get a chance to open a brand new school? This is an awesome opportunity. Um, Can you talk to us a little bit about what the communication plan is uh, for future students at EF Green? So to make sure that everyone is well aware of what's happening throughout this process, following an upcoming board meeting, we'll be sending out letters to those families impacted with the rezoning um, who will be attending EF Green. In the upcoming months, we plan on having some social media um, opportunities with videos, um, some live videos, some some just exciting things to to help you see the process as it comes along. So once they get that letter, they'll know um, that they're going to attend EF Green, and then from that point, they can like and follow the EF Green social media page. Correct? Yes, yes ma'am. They'll know they will be an EF Green student, um, part of the school community, and ready for exciting exciting things come fall twenty twenty one. Thank you, Dr. McCall and Mr. Brooks, for joining us today. Thank you for having us. We're excited to see the progress of the new EF Green Junior School and wish our students good luck as the district makes zoning adjustments to account for growth. We look forward to a year full of the juice of the goose and Happy New Year. Interested in advertising on our podcast? Visit the community tab at our district website, gccisd.net.